Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II. And my name is Matthew Bayfrard Haas. <laughs> yes. Okay, anyways, yes. today on our lovely, 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 lovely show, <laughs> we are covering... Episodes 1 and 2 of Season 6 of DC's Legends of Tomorrow from, you know, the television show on the CW. We uh, we had so much fun covering the uh, Marvel shows over on uh, Disney Plus that we decided we needed to give some equal time to one of the shows on uh, the CW. Gotta give DC some love. Yes. <laughs> what? This is how we talk. Um... Is it now? Yes. God, it's so hard to do that. I know. <laughs> Can't believe those guys, they, they made a living doing that. Talk like this every day. Yes. Today, we had a hurricane storm that caused 300 deaths, 400 injuries, and multiple enclosures collapsed. I, I, but right I, now, we have a commercial for Six Flags, so we're recently starting the new theme park. Today, there was a stabbing, fatal. Like, wait, what? Like, you're just telling completely different news stories here. Like, I just wonder often if they are like that in real life. Like, it's like, honey, would you pass the salt? You know, uh, Dana Carvey actually had a bit like that um, when he was younger, mm -hmm. uh, where it was like the guy ordering dinner for his wife, and he's like... <laughs> You'd have the steak medium rare and a baked potato with a side of green beans. <laughs> That's from that, um, that documentary, um, Too Funny to Fail. Um, with uh, The Dana Carvey Show documentary. Really great documentary. I actually want to buy the... You can actually buy the DVDs. I didn't realize that, but you can. Um, oh. The whole first, well, only season <clears throat> that they had. Um, yeah, you can just... Unless it's a scam, I saw it on Amazon and you could buy it, so... Nice. Yeah. So, anyways, Matthew. Mm-hmm. Um, first episode that we're going to cover here, because we're covering two episodes here today. Um, gonna try to get through these both. Um, episode one of season six, directed by Kevin Mock, written by James... Egan and Matt Bruner, which aired on May 2nd, 2021, was called Ground Control to Sarah Lance. <laughs> um, so, what were your initial thoughts on this episode? <laughs> I mean, it's Legends, right? So, um, pretty much love it, just based on principle. But, um, <clears throat> you know, I was, I was kind of... I wasn't sure with the whole alien route because I thought that's kind of been done to death, hasn't it? Aliens, but um, yeah, but no, it was it was actually it was pretty. It was they you know they did a, a you know a unique way of, of kind of touching on that you know subject, which you know which has been done to death for the most part. And um, you know you got uh, uh, I don't know, man. I just uh, just just overall just um, funny. You know, had a good like sort of mystery angle to it because you know sarah's lost and they're trying to find her and she's trying to be found uh you know typical humor you know because you know like it's funny if you watch like season one of legends first this show has evolved way beyond its original uh preface like it would be like if arrow started the way it started and then my season six it's like a complete parody of itself, like you know. Um, but but yeah, yeah you it's, know, it's like it's like they're 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 totally 
it's totally a comedy. I mean, it's mm. it's it's great. I love it. Um, it's what's needed in this in this space of comic book television shows. Yeah, um, you need you need some humor here, um, and something that doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, so basically, in this episode, um, it starts out in uh, London of 1977, which was a great year, by the way. Yeah. 1977. Great year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why is that, Mike? Just I, I, I was born that year. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Star Wars came out and other things, too. But, um, <laughs> anyway, Star um, Wars came out that year, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which makes you wonder if that's why they chose that year. Because of the alien. They chose it because you were born in that year. George Lucas, it was like, Mike's due any month now. We need to put this out there. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. Even though he probably won't watch it for many years after this, but we got to put it out the same year that he Yes. <laughs> and yes. <clears throat> so, um, so they, they, uh, this is, uh, following the events of the last episode of the previous season, which, um, I recommend reading, you know, like def- definitely, you know, don't listen to this any further. If you haven't watched the previous seasons of, of uh, yeah. of the show, go out and watch them, you know, and then come back, you know, listen to our podcast. We don't have time to like recap five seasons of a TV share show. Yeah, sorry, yeah, can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Ava Sharp realizes that Sarah Lance is missing after uh, after basically rounding up all the other legends, and Ava, who is a uh, girlfriend to Sarah Lance, um. Sarah Lance, the White Canary. Mm-hmm. Um, and they learned from David Bowie that she was... Because David Bowie's in the episode, you know, because <laughs> that's what happens in this show. Um, <laughs> right. That uh, she was going to... Uh, they, they, they find a... They find a... He, he shot a, a film, like, like an, an 8mm film, Super 8 film, of her being abducted by aliens. And... Uh, also, in the thing, they find out from David Bowie that Sarah was going to propose to Ava. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so, uh, they... They uh, they try to figure out what's going on. Um, she... Ava gives out assignments to all of the uh, crew members. And they're basically assignments to kind of get them to keep them busy so right because she knows that they're going to be useless in this situation <laughs> right <laughs> uh, except for Nate who uh, is there to um, counts you know like console her and stuff like that and uh, they try to contact the DEO and they're unaware of the fact that the DEO which is the which was the main, uh, the main alien, um, um, you know, experts on Supergirl. They were unaware that it was destroyed on Supergirl. So, right. So that kind of tells you how much they're in their own little world. Yeah, like just completely doing their own. I mean, what was that also destroyed in Supergirl though? Because I don't remember. Yeah. that was okay. All yeah, right. it was destroyed last season. <laughs> Okay, they never they never fix it up or anything. Um, no, they, no they they basically basically what happened on there in a in a fast recap is that uh, after the crisis on Infinite Earth, um, Lex Luthor was viewed as a good guy. He took mm-hmm. he took over the DEO, and then there was like some big battle at one point, and they ended up destroying the DEO. Yeah. Okay. So, so that, that's basically it in a nutshell. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot more, you know, nuance to that, but that's basically what happened. Um. So, uh, John Constantine, uh, he basically he returns to his house with Zari uh, Tarazi and uh, Astra Lodge. Loge. Um. The uh. And he, he tries magic to try to find uh, Sarah, and he's getting frustrated because he's not able to do it using magic. Um, 
But while they're at the house, he finds a uh, human chrysalis <laughs> in um, in Gary's bedroom. <clears throat> and then glasses that can uh, transform its wearer into Gary. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because he was... Um... He was looking for a magic book about Alistair Crowley, and it was oh, yeah. gone. So he thought Gary stole it, and that's when they find this nasty uh, chrysalis. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I wonder why that is. Why? Why? Why would that be hanging above Gary's bedroom or bed, and Gary's not there? Hmm. Well, um. So. <laughs> <laughs> While that's happening, Bayrod Tarasi um, reads about a girl who could communicate with aliens named Esperanza Cruz. Mm -hmm. So uh, Ava sends him and Mick Rory to recruit her, but uh, they end up getting kidnapped by her. Right. And uh, in the end, Mick ends up turning things around and he kidnaps her. So just to, you know, speed through that. <laughs> round and round it goes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. She goes by Spooner now and yeah. she's like, uh, you know, one of these prepper type people, you know, just like she's got security cameras all over her property, you know, barbed wire fences, you know, trip wires, all kinds of, you know, She's got knives that she can use to torture people to get information out of them, you know, and all that good stuff. Um, <clears throat> I love the fact though that Mick now has become like the re like he's becoming more like the responsible one. Yeah, like like he's almost becoming like Ava in a sense, like which is hilarious because like he starts off as like literally like a, a thief, like a criminal. Yeah. He's and literally a villain in the. In he the literally is, and uh, but he's sitting there. He's looking for all the legends inside the Wave Rider, completely trashed because all the punks in the last episode were partying on it. He's sitting there getting his food for breakfast. He's sitting there eating like hard boiled eggs or something in like, you know, really sensible breakfast. Like, you something that you wouldn't normally, you know, think of him eating because he's always like, that's the other, th other thing about Mick is that he really, really loves food like a lot. Like, um, like cold cut sandwiches, just like, you know, usually not something like hard boiled eggs and really sensible, you know, type of breakfast or whatever. Um, thought, I thought that was kind of funny of him sort of like yeah. almost taking on like a sort of like parental role a little bit. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> then there, so, so then we, 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 we catch up with Sarah on a spaceship. Ooh. And uh, she escapes from her, her uh, containment pod and then accidentally frees Spartacus. <laughs> yes, that's Spartacus. Not to be confused with Guy Patterson's character from That Thing You Do who calls himself Spartacus. Not, not that guy. Um, actual Spartacus. Yes. Yes. The, uh, the, the the character who was played by Kirk Douglas in the movie Spartacus. Yes. The the, the human that actually existed. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, basically, what ends up happening is there's a... The, the, the head of the, uh, the... The main alien on the ship ends up attacking them. And uh, Sarah basically... You know, is th there's a there's a whole uh, men versus women dynamic between her and Spartacus during this during the scene, like where you know she's basically trying to prove that she's a good warrior, but he he's convinced that he's a leader, and he, you know, <laughs> what what do you say something about like he, he was just letting the alien tie herself out of it, but mm -hmm. would have. Oh yeah, also too, there's a little a little dig at Marvel on this too because he's like, I would have avenged your death. He's like. Being the Avenger is stupid, <laughs> yeah. or, or dumb, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. great. 
you know. It's, yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, basically, basically saying that avenging something is basically after it happens. Right, you know, we're the, preventers. The best, yeah, we're the preventers. Um, What's funny, because that's what Tony Stark said in Endgame. like, yo, aren't, aren't we the Avengers, not the Prevengers? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, she's just taking Tony's line there, you know. <laughs> yeah. And proving that it's probably not good to be, you know, because that's the thing, you know. It's like if, if you prevent something from happening, it's probably better than. Yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> and, and, and to go off on a little sidetrack here, like m- m- maybe that's why we should uh, look into you know, better ways of protecting society than just having cops. Anyway, oh, so... No, oh, no, no, no. Why would you do that? No. Come on. <laughs> Maybe care about people before they commit crimes. Nah. I'm just saying. Nah. Care about society before it, it creates a whole situation where people have to commit crimes. Well, no, you just... It's easy. You just become a Bitcoin billionaire and, you know, you buy, like, a huge house, mansion, like, on a huge mountain area... And then you're protected from all society. You just live up there on your own. No one touches you. I mean, of course, everyone has to do that, which then would make it impossible. And you call the place and you call the place Prevenger Mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prevenger Mansion. Yes. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. But anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> back to the story here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so basically, eventually, Spartacus ends up getting eaten by the main alien on the ship. Who's the, the boss of the ship, who we later learn is named Kayla. Like aliens are named. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. I have a friend named Kayla. I don't think she's an alien, but I'm not sure. <clears throat> Doubtful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the, uh, so, she, uh, Sarah ends up attacking one of the alien captors and discovers that it is actually Gary. What? Yeah. Gary. Yeah. Who we find out, which I don't know if this really holds up, con- you know, continuity wise mm-hmm. with Gary's character, but we're going right. to just go with it. Um, <laughs> he, he was initially sent to Earth to acquire the most uh, quintessential humans. For, yeah, whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. And the one that he chose was Sarah. <clears throat> And basically, Spartacus and all the rest of them that he captured were just there for food for Kayla. Right, so Spartacus was just meat. <laughs> yeah. was, you know, um, <clears throat> which is quite sad, actually. Um, yeah. And there were some aliens on there, other aliens on there, too, that were trapped or whatever. Um, <clears throat> so I guess different timelines, though, that he was collecting... Uh, because, you know, Spartacus is from, like, obviously a different time period than Wait, you Sarah mean Spartacus is. isn't still alive? I don't think so. I, I don't <laughs> I'm joking. Doubtful. <laughs> I mean, Guy Pearson's character might be still alive, yeah. but, um, I'm not sure, but he might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, because, um, I mean, I'm guessing probably some battle royale type of thing, probably, you know, like a arena type of bullshit, you know, which... Again, it's been done to death, so hopefully they're not going to do that too much. Because, I mean, I'll still watch it no matter what. It's Legends. I'll fucking watch it. If Legends had an episode where it was literally just Gary watching paint dry, I'd watch it with commercials. So, uh, you know, hopefully they don't do that, though. But And all the commercials need to be for, like, Sherwin-Williams or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, <laughs> the... Um... And if you would like to sponsor a Sherwin Williams, um, <laughs> I will repaint my whole apartment using your paint. <laughs> yeah, are you allowed to do that? <laughs> I don't know, but I will. Um, <laughs> Better have your deposit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, then we we have uh, we find out that. Uh, Sarah knocks out um, after uh, Gary actually well he he helps uh, he agrees to help uh, Sarah escape mm-hmm. Sarah knocks out Kayla who Gary informs her is his fiance original <laughs> yeah and um, out of the uh, they she knocks Kayla out of the ship too that that you know like basically releasing her from and, and other containment pods into a wormhole. 
that was leading to Earth's temporal zone. But they failed to reach the wormhole themselves and fall towards another planet. Yep. And that's how the episode ends. Typical Gary. Yeah. <clears throat> always doing weird things with his, uh, oh, I would say shenanigans, but they're more of like his screw-ups. Um, yep. So, so, yeah, about the continuity thing, I, I I agree with you because I was watching the video early earlier, and um, they said that, you know, I'm pretty sure we've seen Gary without his glasses on before. He still contained his human form. And then they showed a clip or a picture where they were all dressed up like the people, like like Sarah was dressed up as Supergirl, Nate was um, Oliver, and then Gary was the Flash. <laughs> and um, <laughs> at first, I don't know what it was for, some episode that they were doing it, and he didn't have his glasses on. And then again, it was a pre-crisis. <clears throat> so, but then again, though, everything that they did, though, was pre-crisis, so why would that... Yeah, it's changed. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's one of those things that you just don't think about too much, and it'll be a better. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it was just a mistake that they did. They didn't think about it, and they're like, "Oh, well, we're running with it now." Um, like, what are you gonna do about it? Right? It's legend. Can't you know? Can't complain. Uh, it's, this is a show about pretty much anything they want it to be about each season. Uh, yeah, they got Bebo, a talking toy that somehow becomes a huge giant. Puggy bear that kills a time demon. Sure, go with it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's what you do. Um, what you do. So, I think Bebo's going to come back at this some point in the season too. Um, oh, I'm sure. Sure, um, I want actually. I, I wish Bebo was real. Like, I would if they actually made a Bebo toy, I would buy it. Like, I wonder like, if they do. We should look that up. Sometime. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Um, <laughs> so, uh, do you want me to read some trivia here from this episode, Matt? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Okay, um, in the trivia here, we've got uh, Sarah Lance says uh, to Spartacus that it, this is what you've talked about already, that it's stupid to be an Avenger and that <laughs> she'd rather be a preventer, which is an obvious jab at the Marvel Universe. Right. Um, the, uh, the following events, which occurred in earlier episodes within the shared multiverse, are mentioned. Alex Danvers and Sarah having a one-night stand in Crisis on Earth-X, part one. Mm-hmm. Rama Khan having destroyed the headquarters of the DEO. So those things were both mentioned. Okay. okay. Gideon shows an unusual um, giddiness at the idea of dissecting Spooner's brain. <laughs> Likely a side effect of her repurpose her, her repurposing by uh, um, Lachias uh, to give uh, orders through the Fate Watch in the last season. Wow. Um Ava's clipboard, when she was uh, going through her task list, reads, Scenario 601, Missing Legend. The number refers to the episode, Season 6, Episode Uh, 1. Yeah. Until uh, Sarah is released, the alien... uh, Until Sarah released the aliens into the temporal zone, things haven't been screwed up by the legends yet, akin to uh, Season 1's ending. (laughs) Um, In real life, Spartacus was... A Thracian uh, gladiator who led an army of slaves against the Roman Republic in the Third uh, Servile War. Um, Gary mentions that Sarah is the quintessential human. Um, it is known, it is unknown why, but it likely does not have to do with her being a paragon. Otherwise, Ryan Choi and Lex Luthor would have been candidates. Mm-hmm. Um. Ava Steps uh, Steps checklist on her clipboard include um, distribute binders, have John Constantine use magic, let any romances run their course, what is Astra's deal, (laughs) even bad leads might prove fruitful, let Rory drink until he cooperates. (laughs) Um, The episode episode, uh, Title is a reference to David Bowie's song uh, "Space Oddity," um, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, the Maybe. true form of uh, Marcasis is shown as the is shown as one of the pictures in Gary's bedroom. 
Hmm. Um, Kayla may be similar to the Supergirl villain from Prom Night, where um, she may be a collector and preserver of species of species. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either that, or she is collecting warriors for some kind of battle game. Uh, yeah, that's what I think might be happening. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, a memorial dedication at the beginning of the episode uh, to Scott Carroll, who passed away in 2020, is shown at the conclusion of this episode. Or at the conclusion of this episode, not at the beginning. Uh, Carroll worked in the sound department as a boom operator. Hmm. I'm not sure if his uh, death was related to COVID or not. Um, um, Gary likely ensured Kayla kidnapped Spartacus after he served his uh, place in time. Being uh, trained by the Time Bureau would make him very cautious. So probably, you know, made sure that it didn't disrupt the timeline. <clears throat> yeah. John mentions that Aleister Crowley was a crackpot who believed in aliens. The events of this episode uh, suggest he may have associated um, with them after all. <clears throat> oh yeah, Aleister Crowley, he was weird, weird dude. Uh, I think his whole he wrote his whole, his whole scripture basically was called like the Book of the Law or something like that. I think he claimed that he was like channeling like spirits. And I think one of them was an alien spirit that taught him like the secrets of the Quran or something like that. Just yeah. all kinds of like mishmash, you know, stuff or whatever. He died a heroin addict. Anyway, um, he also, he, he also, uh, helped to inspire, um, L. Ron Hubbard to create Scientology. Yeah. Oh, so, super racist as well, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, as Sarah is fighting the alien she gives a kick and touches a panel which caused a bay door to open which is similar to the alien movie franchise in which Ripley uses a door to suck out the queen brood alien yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Gary is revealed to be an alien obviously Gary used to eat humans until going undercover in the time bureau so <laughs> wow um, when the <laughs> Gary yep yeah, when the team uh, discusses what they know about aliens, Bayrod just says that they're green. Later in the episode, Gary Green uh -huh. turns out to have been an alien all along. <clears throat> yeah, it was Gary all, all along. along. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, so so that any uh, final thoughts on this episode here, man? No, not much. Just uh, it was it was a good one, good start to a season. Uh, you know about the Paragon thing too. You mentioned that wouldn't have made any sense anyway because Gary appeared in season three of Legends, so they wouldn't have known. I mean, if they unless they went into the future and known that the events of Crisis already happened, but then wouldn't that then mean that they could have stopped the events of Crisis happening in the first? You know, uh, yeah, but. When you're yeah, dealing cool. with time travel, it all gets funky anyways, so... Um, it does. It's yeah. kind of like, wait a minute, couldn't we just kill the Anti-Monitor in, like, 8,000 years ago or something? <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> I don't know, you want to take a break here, Matt, and then we'll come back yeah, and talk sure. about uh, Episode 2? Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back, folks, after the this message. <laughs> What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine. 
host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guests every week in the fashion and beauty space, and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Hope to see you there. We are back. Hey, Matt. What? What's the Pope's favorite kind of cheese? Uh, Swiss cheese. Yes. Do you know why? Because they're holy. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Anyways, um... (laughs) I'm just letting you know, too, if uh, if you go to Walmart and buy cheese... They have mm. a uh, cheese called Fiesta cheese, but if you ever okay. anywhere see Siesta cheese, don't buy it because it probably has like you know Ambien in it or something. <laughs> um, so um, little bits of Ambien <laughs> shredded in the cheese. Yes. Why, why do they look blue? Ah, okay. <laughs> so those were my cheesy jokes. Anyways, um, <laughs> I tell you the the um. The extra cheese pizza one that I wanted to, but it's a little too cheesy. <laughs> oh, I'm so funny looking. Anyways, um, so they uh, back to the show here. Um, so episode two of season six here is called Meet the Legends, and that's M E A T colon the Legends. Yeah. Um. It's uh, directed by Rachel Tal-la-lay. T-A-L-A-L-A-Y. Talali, maybe? Yeah. I, I've never seen that last name before. It might, it might be Talali. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, Talali, um, maybe? Okay. Um, written by Matthew um, Mala and uh, Morgan Faust. Faust, sorry. Um, anyways, uh, originally aired on May 9th, twenty twenty one. Okay, so in the last episode, we talked about how all these aliens were released into the in, into the uh, um, into the uh, Earth's temporal zone. So that basically you know, ends up making it so aliens are appearing throughout history. Yeah. So, uh, in this episode, the legends tracked an alien to San Bernardino, California in 1955. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. San Bernardino, 1955. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> What's going on then? I don't know. For some reason, though, I'm, I'm like really craving like a hamburger right now, with maybe some French fries or a chocolate shake. Um, maybe with like a little bit of flavoring, like not a real chocolate shake, but just like some powder stuff, you know. Um, <laughs> that happens later. Um, anyway, yeah, so, <laughs> so so yeah, San Bernardino was the same same uh, area where uh, the McDonald brothers started mm-hmm. McDonald's. Um, <clears throat> So, uh, so um, before the death of this entire town, they have to go there to this place called Big Bang Burger, a popular burger burger joint 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 <laughs> run by Bert Beeman. Um, yeah, they go back there, and uh, during the episode. Uh, Bayrod is uh, all excited because he used to work at a burger joint. Yeah, with uh, with like the burger whisperer. Yeah, he's he thinks he's the burger whisperer. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, so so during this during this time where they go to this uh, joint, we we find out that there's like a an alien that's basically going to kill the whole town, but they got to try to find this alien, and they're using um, 
they're using Spooner to try to find the alien because she can basically find aliens. <laughs> yeah, that's her thing. That's her, <laughs> that's her thing. Yeah. Um, she, uh, Mick, while this is going on, Mick learns from a police car radio about attacks at a, um, at places with, uh, lots of meat. So, <laughs> obviously, a burger joint has lots of meat. And there are cops coming to get me or something right now. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute, is that the alien? <laughs> I just heard some cops outside. Um, so, <laughs> if you... <laughs> If you hear those folks, um, I'm okay. I have not been arrested. No. And if I have, why would you? Are you if, if, if I have, the best way to help is to go to our T Public or our, or, <laughs> or our Patreon, <laughs> give us some money so we can post bail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Preferably, like I don't know, five thousand, maybe. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Matt, Matt might have to go and bail me out. Um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> the. Uh, um, basically, what ends up happening here, okay, so he finds out, um, Mick finds out uh, from the car radio that there are attacks on all these places that have lots of meat. Um, so Nate, Zari, and Bayrod get jobs at the at the uh, Big Bang Burger. I don't even like saying the words Big Bang. Okay, anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um... No Sheldon reason. Anyways, um, so the uh, um, no reason in Sheldon, and um, the uh, so uh, they get um, Zari um while they're there is keeps asking uh, Bayrod if she can use the air totem that basically creates you know the powers of the of the of the um, Tarazi siblings. Um, uh, but Bayrod, you know, keeps claiming that the totem chose him, which it did. Mm -hmm. um, while this is going on, Sarah and Gary land on the home planet of a space lord. They chase a dog and while there, they find Amelia Earhart, who woke up there after disappearing. Huh. Yeah, so that's what happened to her. Maybe. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. The. Uh, yeah, Barry recognize. I mean, Gary, not Barry. Gary recognizes her based on. Uh, he has a a deck of strong women playing cards. <laughs> Like everybody does, right? You've Everyone got, does. You've right? got one of those, right? Somewhere around here. And yeah. <clears throat> they're next to my alien deck of cards, too. You know, I think I lost mm -hmm. those, too. So. I also have a weak men. Um. <laughs> I got, I got a, a weak men playing card of, yeah. Yeah, playing deck of cards. So this is um, Adolf Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Total insane. Um. Uh, I've got, you know, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Just, just a picture of, like, uh, Rush Sloppy Limbaugh. Joe on that. Yeah, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Just a picture of a cigar and a casket. <laughs> Whoa, sorry. Like <laughs> Stalin and... Um, yeah. Dr. Phil. Anyway, so... Yeah. Um, we got... <laughs> And, and and any of the people that have been subjects of episodes of uh, Behind the Bastards, another good yeah. podcast you should check out. Anyway, so um, the uh, so uh, the the restaurant's um, secret sauce is what's it, it, it ends up causing people to go to Berserk, mm -hmm. and uh, they kind of figure out that the secret sauce is the alien. Right. So, um... Gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really makes you want to rethink uh, ever getting secret sauce on any of your burgers. You <laughs> right. Um, like, I don't like the phrase secret. <laughs> I want to know what's in it. Yeah. <laughs> really want to know. Spe <laughs> speaking of, like, of, of secret sauce and sauces and everything, mm -hmm. um, 
I'm not going to give any commentary on how I feel about Chick-fil-A, but I just found something very interesting. I read an article the other day that mm-hmm. said Chick-fil-A is limiting the number of uh, sauce packets that are, are, or whatever packages you can get with your uh, nuggets and all that stuff. Yeah. Because of a because of a, a shortage on their uh, on their sauces. Mm-hmm. And just like a couple weeks ago, Walmart started selling the sauces in their store. Mm, so I just find that interesting that they're selling them in grocery stores, and now they've now they've become, um, you know, <clears throat> like unavailable at the at the actual like restaurants. <laughs> This not made up to me. Like they, they don't really have a shortage. Like yeah, like like I think what they're doing <clears throat> is like trying to get people to go buy them at the Walmart and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, yeah. that that that's just something interesting I noticed the other day when yep. I when I read that article and then I realized that we had just started selling them at the Walmart. I, I mean, at, a, so. a right wing Christian business is not acting in good faith. I, I'm so <laughs> surprised. You know, I'm so surprised that a conservative religious own business isn't very fair-minded shocking so shocking to me. uh <laughs> I think the thing that really sucks is their chicken is actually pretty good yeah i know it's but a, you know it's a little Popeye's over- good too it's a little overrated but yeah but my, and my thing is though pretty much almost all these corporate fucking companies are bullshit so but if any uh, of yeah, you, but, but if any of them would like to sponsor our podcast <laughs> yeah Except for Chick Fil A, yes, <laughs> I'd be more than happy to talk to you. My email address is Mike at CullenPark.com. dot um, Yes, I will say things like I love this sandwich, and I'll also mm-hmm. say things like, "Do you want to get something great to wash down that sandwich with?" Well, you can buy this soda here. See, I yeah. I, I, see, I can say things like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you don't have to really like it. I mean, you know. I mean, if you do, it's a bonus, I guess. Yes. Then you can maybe get like free food or like a, you know, some special, you know, savings so, of it. Or so, so, so if you hear this, Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, um, <clears throat> Popeyes, um, Popeyes, yeah, KFC, um, Taco Bell, whoever, um, Taco Bell, yeah, yeah, you know, rallies. I like rallies. <laughs> I I live right across the street from a rallies. Basically, I live you right do. across the yeah. street from a Taco Bell as well. So mm-hmm. you know. I will walk to your stores. You've got all the food groups <laughs> right where you live. Yes, I you do. You got Taco Bell, and you got rallies. <laughs> yep, it can get, you know, you can get all the food groups at any of those restaurants, you know, like, oh, spe- yeah. especially rallies. You could get, you know, your milk with your milkshake. You yeah. Get your, uh, you know, your meat with your burgers, mm. and you get some, like, lettuce on the burger or something, and then you got your vegetables, and then you get your bread with the bun, you know? Right there, you go. Yeah, or the like, or like the cheese on the burger. There's some dairy too. So you got some dairy. Yeah, and then you know it's it's foolproof system really. Uh-huh. Um, so basically, if you get a cheeseburger, you're getting all the food groups you need. Pretty much every single one. Yeah, uh, that's why people who eat burgers all the time are so healthy. Um, yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Um, but I do seriously hope one of these days we're gonna get pop tarts. I don't know what it is. For some reason, that's like been a goal of mine for a long time is i want for whatever reason i want pop tarts to be a sponsor for our podcast like it's, you know what it's you, a, you know what you should do you should write <laughs> write kellogg's and let them know i think i'm going to yes. like it's like i you know to be honest i mean all cards on the table here i've never been fully diagnosed like i've never been bleh, I've never been officially diagnosed but i'm pretty sure i got answers like I, i'm not even joking like i'm pretty sure yeah. I do. So, like, when I get something in my mind, for whatever reason, it sticks there. And, like, whether it be a goal or a dream or something, it, it just, it's there. And, and it's, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else, but for me, it's, it's like a fixture in my mind. So it's like Pop Tarts. I need that to happen. <laughs> I need Pop Tarts to sponsor us for some reason, even though it's been like a year since I've actually had Pop Tarts. If they, uh, if they sponsor us, I will introduce every episode with, okay, everybody, welcome to the show. This is, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2, sponsored by Pop-Tarts. Yeah, kind of like how the Dana Carvey show used to have the name yeah. of the product. Yeah, it's the Pop-Tarts, or the All Too Pop-Tarts. Uh, <laughs> we'll do a whole episode about the history of Pop-Tarts, if you sponsor yeah, us Pop-Tarts. Yes, yes. 
Anyways, back to burgers. Um, <laughs> yeah, back, back to the meat. Yeah. Back, back to the meat of the uh, story. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I, I will recommend one thing to Pop-Tarts. Don't ever make a cheeseburger-flavored Pop-Tart. That probably wouldn't <laughs> oh, be good. Oh, uh, don't. Anyways, no. so... Um, <laughs> the... Um, so the, like I said, the, re- the 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 restaurant's secret sauce is causing people to go to Berserk, and we find out that it's a secret recipe of Bert's wife Rhonda, who wanted her family to outdo those two brothers, aka mm-hmm. the the McDonald brothers. Yeah, those um, those big big people are. <laughs> yeah. Um, Spooner uh, tries to convince Ava to let let things go and that Sarah is just gone and pursuing the aliens will only lead to more loss. Um, while uh, questioning Rhonda about the sauce, Ava finds a cocoon in her attic and learns that the sauce is this pus dripping from the cocoon. Ugh. Which, uh, that, that, that cocoon ends up... Hatching this moth-like alien that eats Rhonda. <laughs> yeah, gross. And then later, Bert. Um, that was Bert's fault, though, being stupid. Um, yeah, he was sitting there trying to take it on with the fly slaughter. I'm like, really, dude? You don't see how big that thing is? It's what you do, though. Uh, yeah, I guess it's what you do. Uh, it is a big moth. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, um. Because we, we learned basically that it started dripping and it dripped on some of uh, Rhonda's food that she was feeding Bert one day. And he thought it was great and said that he needed to add it to his burgers to, you know, basically that's how the the Big Bang Burger became popular. Right. It was only a week long thing, too. Like, that's yeah. how long that was going on. Like, can you imagine your business only be popping for like a week? Like, you know, but... <clears throat> it happens. Shit moves, moves fast in the business world. That's why they're yeah. so stressed out. No, seriously, it's probably why they're so stressed out. Because to any normal person, a week, eh, that's yep. just a week. But to them, they're looking at the bottom line like 80 times a day, 100 times every single day, just staring at the numbers like, oh, um, you know, stuff like that. So they're like, oh, damn, I'm, I'm doing great. I got the secret sauce that everyone can't can't get enough of. I got a huge badge of it that my wife just keeps making for no particular reason. And um, I'm not going to ask questions, though, because I'm making lots of money. You know, I'm making that bake. If anyone says that anymore, I'm not sure if they say that anymore. But um, maybe they did like 10 years ago. Making um, a lot of lettuce, man. A lot of lettuce. Yeah, a lot of lettuce. No, um, some dough. By the way, so there's when I was at, when I was like 14, 15 or something like that, there was a news story <clears throat> where... Um, a guy um, robbed a piece, a little Caesars, I think, and he asked for all of their dough. They didn't know if he meant money or the pizza dough. <laughs> so they asked him, and I still know how the story ended. I, I didn't read the whole article. But um, so I'm going to leave you guys in suspense for that one. My sister but, uh, was once robbed at gunpoint at a little Caesars. Oh, Jesus. And I'm not even joking. That actually That's happened. Terrible. She used to work at a Little Caesars, and it ended up being um, it, they they were stupid. They put like uh like nylons on their head to hide their face or whatever, like okay. like, like, like you do. But uh, <laughs> but they they were former employees. They knew way too much, and my sister recognized their voices. Oh God, uh, yeah, yeah. I want you to go to that corner. Yeah, right there. You know the the place where the where the tiles chipped a little bit. Mm, yeah. Why do you know so much tile? <laughs> Uh, uh, I just yeah. into it, and uh, uh. it was stupid. <clears throat> wow. But anyways, um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. Back to the burgers. <clears throat> yeah, burgers. Yeah. Back to the burgers. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, uh, um, we basically Spooner ends up shooting. The, the moth thing dead. Um, basically, uh, in the, um, in the, uh, we, we get back to the, the ship, and, uh, 
the the Tarazis are fighting over the the air totem. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to inside the totem, huh. and the original Zari's in there. Sorry, Tomaz. And uh, she splits the totem into two, so both uh, Bayrod and Zari can use them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. And then we find out on a news story that Sandy Sledge had taken, who was a, who was a waitress at the Big Bang Burger, um, she turns it into the very first Big Belly Burger. Ah, Big Belly. Which is a uh, running uh, Marvel, uh, not Marvel, I mean r- running DC uh, um, restaurant. So, Yeah, particularly then, in the plant. Um, and then we, we find out on the, uh, we go back to that planet, and Amelia Earhart begins repeating sentences over and over again, like she's, mm-hmm. you know, a broken record sort of thing. And then she ends up attacking Sarah and Gary and, you know, turns into like this alien thing. And then they, they, they escape only to be surrounded by these odd lights. And then that's how the episode ends. That confused me um, about that because she was saying you have to take me with you. So I wonder if the alien itself was like in prison there. That's, to, what I, that's what I'm thinking. To do that role, essentially, like lure the people in and whatever, you know. Yeah, she, pro- she probably turns into something that any of them would recognize, you know, like any, no matter what yeah, planet you're from. Like, uh, yeah. But too, you know what it reminded me of? The, the Golden Retriever reminded, like, I don't know if you remember this or not, but there was a movie called Watchers or The Watchers. <clears throat> I think it was Stephen King wrote, wrote the books on it. Huh. And, uh, did you ever watch it? You ever see the movie The no, Watchers? I, I don't think so. Oh, oh wait. Okay, um, well, The Watchers. It's basically about like these like monstrous creatures, but but there's like a, a golden retriever dog in those stories who kind of like I guess you can kind of sense them and like lead people to safety if they I mean if they follow him that is and um but, uh, it just kind of reminded me of that almost like the dog was like <clears throat> leading them to the hut away from like you know the elements or whatever but then again at the same time you know lured them into um you know the hut so huh. not pizza not pizza the hut but um because no one out pizzas the hut so yes <clears throat> you know the, um that's how you avoid the noise by the way you go inside the pizza hut and you you have successfully avoided the noise so Hold on one second. Yeah, The Watchers was written by Dean Koontz. I just looked it up. So, yeah. That's why I said hold on a okay. second there. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the, that, that's cool. Um, yeah. I'll have to look that up. Watch it, maybe. Um, yeah, pretty good. So, uh, do you want to take another quick break here, Matt, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about some trivia of this episode? Yes. Okay, we'll be right back, folks. It's the ninja from the Ask the Angry Ninja Show saying, come listen to the show. We got the ninja wife to give you your movie reviews. We got the conscript to give you the ninja news. And we got the battle to talk about your sports. And as always, it is the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. So ask me a question. We'll give you the ninja knowledge you need for your ninja life. Search for us anywhere you get your podcast from. Just search for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show and enjoy the show. Okay, I hope you found your way back here, folks, and didn't get lost like Amelia Earhart. And uh, <laughs> too soon? Too soon. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, besides that, uh, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Anyways, um, <laughs> so here's some trivia about this episode here, folks. Um, the, uh, the episode shares a similar title with the fifth season episode, Meet the Legends, which is M-E-E-T. Right. Um, the mentions of the brothers that run a rival hamburger restaurant to uh, Big Bang Burger in San Bernardino is a reference to the McDonald's brothers, Richard and Maurice, who uh, founded McDonald's. Um, Mick understands police code, which isn't surprising due to his history with cops. 
<laughs> my only issue with that is is that police code is different in every city. But um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's been a thief in multiple cities. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. But uh, when uh, Sarah and Gary crash land and see a dog outside their ship, Gary um, Gary says he's been uh, fooled by cute dogs before, mm-hmm. referencing the time um, that he accidentally adopted a hellhound off screen in the Great British Fake Off episode. And uh, <laughs> Legend subsequently had to deal with the ramifications of this action in Ship Broken. Um, the whole alien sauce plot is similar to the film The Stuff, which in that there's a, there's like an ice cream type thing that has a similar aspect to the secret sauce here in this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, something the legends, uh, lampshade, um, when Constantine, um, made a spell in Norwegian, he said, um, Something in Norwegian that I'm not going to try to repronounce in Norwegian, (laughs) um, which means intruder let you... No. Mm. Yeah. Um, when Spooner shoots the alien and it and it uh, fries on the sign, when it falls to the ground, part of the remaining um, sign says crispy bugs. Uh. Um, <clears throat> Nate says that Doomsday is finally here. His character is Steel. In the comics, Steel was one of Superman, one of the Supermen. That uh, came together after um, Doomsday killed Kal El. Mm. Um, uh, the the aliens on Gary's home planet we find out eat their own. Huh. Um, Zari's dragon ash supplement, which comes in a variety of types, including a sedative that knocks out the crazy meat craving customers in this episode. I forgot about that part of the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, Amelia Earhart disappeared because she somehow ended up on another planet, possibly subverted. However, as the episode makes it unclear whether it's really Amelia or an alien disguised as her. Um, the legends inadvertently create big belly burger in the aftermath of the <laughs> alien invasion. Um, Bert believed the legends were undercover for McDonald, the McDonald's brothers, who were the creators of the Speedy system, commonly known today as fast food. Uh-huh. Um, Spooner's attitude is um, comparable to the original Zari when uh, she first joined the legends. Um, many food historians consider the Horn and Hardnet Automat at Broadway and 13th Street in New York City the first fast food joint. It opened in 1912, serving its uh, prepared foods behind small glass windows and coin-operated mm-hmm. slots. Others mm-hmm. consider the American company White Castle as the first fast food outlet. Mm-hmm. Both both of them do predate the McDonald's, even though a lot of times McDonald's gets the credit. Um, Big Belly right. Burger, originally Big Bang Burger, was first shown in Supergirl episode The Bottle. Um, it's a super life. A Few Good Woman, and was mentioned in the Flash episode, God Friended Me, and uh, shown as a hallucination in All's Well That Ends Wells. Um, Bayrod likes using juice cleanses like Zari. Um, The sound that the alien makes is similar to Godzilla's roar. Bayrod also referred to the alien as Mothra, uh, which uh, he collaborated, which has collaborated with Godzilla before. Um, mm-hmm. It actually uh, bears a strong resemblance to the Mutos form of Mutos from Godzilla 2014 and Mothra from uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters in 2019. Um, mm-hmm. Zari 1.0 makes a brief appearance, creating a second air totem from the first one after growing tired of her successor and Bayrod bickering over sharing it. Um, At the end of the episode, the name of Big Bang Burger is changed to Big Belly Burger, which we've already mentioned is a huge successful burger chain in the DC universe. Basically, they're McDonald's. So, yeah. (laughs) Any other thoughts on this episode, Matt? Uh, No, not really. Um, Pretty much summed it up right there. You know, all the... All the cool trivia and stuff like that. Like, 
I do like the fact that they they pretty much created the Big Belly Burger. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so can you explain to me a little bit though about the alien? Like, what was the purpose exactly of like everyone eating the secret salt? Like, how would that benefit the alien in any way? Like, to how they, they they all went crazy and basically became violent. Okay. And I think the basic end of it was that they was going to kill all the people. Oh, they would just kill each other. Okay. Yeah. And that, gotcha. and, and that you know, and, and I think that the alien was like feeding on humans in the end. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Gotcha. Because, because obviously it ate Bert and Rhonda. So it wouldn't have to kill each individual, individual yeah. person. It just have a whole body count. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Basically all right. have a buffet right there for him. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. That's smart. Uh, He's clever. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, the next episode of the show, which will be airing at the end of this week um, on uh, Sunday, is called The X Factor, EX Factor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like the basic idea is that the team finds themselves in 2045, which is the Zari and Bayrod's present. Um. Mm-hmm trying to um, defeat another alien threat. Um, Of course, this is the legend, so obviously that means um, competing in a televised singing competition a la The Masked Singer. (laughs) Which I love, by the way. I love that show. Um, Right. Yeah. And then um, running into uh, Zari 2.0's almost fiancé, DJ S'mores Money. (laughs) That guy. Yeah, so... That'll be interesting to see. So, any thoughts on that, Matt? I'm really looking forward to the episode. I saw the trailer for it last week. Um, plus, too, I heard that The Rock is supposed to be president during that timeline. Yeah. Like, Wayne Johnson, as himself, is playing the president in an episode of Legends of Tomorrow. So, he's actually going to be in it, or are they just going to show a clip of him or something? I don't know, but he, but he the person is going to be president, not a character. Like, well, yeah, I get that. I was just, I was just making sure. I just wonder if, I don't don't know if he's going to be in the episode. I I highly doubt he actually went up to, uh, Vancouver to film a scene or anything. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll have to see what, what that leads to. And if there's any other, any other, uh, cool references to like some of these reality competition shows or anything, I'd love it if like Ken Jong showed up or something, but, um, yeah, that would be hilarious. Yeah. But I doubt that either with all the COVID shit, you right. know. So we'll have to see. Um, any other uh, thoughts here, Matt, before we wrap things up? No, just uh, have a good day and, and be a legend in your own life, if yes. you will. Um, be legendary, folks. Be, be legend. Legendary. Be legend. Wait for it. Dairy. Dairy. Like cheese. Cheese and eat meat. <laughs> you know, like A-Rod and Zari. I don't know. Uh, uh. So, um, anyways, make sure you uh, go to uh, our um, to, to like Apple Podcast and give us a five star review. Check out alltoreal2.com. Check out other episode, uh, other shows that are on the Geek Collective, which we have just recently joined. Um, give them a like too on Facebook. Um, you know, just do all the stuff that you do for podcasts like share us you know mm-hmm. check out our patreon mm-hmm. check out our t public you can get some cool cool shirts you know yes and some cool other merchandise 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 i'm just repeating what you're saying yes and uh, do it. matt is an awesome person I'm, I'm okay. Um, oh, okay. I thought you were going to repeat that. Um, anyway, so okay. I was, I was, I was trying awesome to help your self-esteem here, Matt. I'm just trying I, to. I am an awesome. I am. I repeat it. I am an awesome person. Okay. I am an awesome person. If I become like, a millionaire, I'll give Mike all my money. Uh, I give. If I become a millionaire, I give Mike some of my money. Oh, okay. That works. That some works. Okay. So, anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you all enjoyed this episode. Uh, tell your friends, um, you know, wear a mask, get vaccinated. Wear a condom. Yeah, wear a condom. <laughs> you know, watch out for that secret sauce. 
sorry. That <laughs> sounded just... really bad right after the condom <laughs> thing. I know, folks. <laughs> and that was not planned. But <laughs> bye bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com. Thank you.